The message you're about to hear has been made possible by the continued financial support of the friends and partners of Faith Hill. To find out more about how to become a partner, be sure to visit faithhill.tv. Well, good morning, Faith Hill Church. This is Pastor T, and man, first of all, I just want to take this opportunity to say a happy new year. 2021 is here, and man, I'm excited. I'm excited about what the Lord has in store for us. I'm excited about uh, what's in the future. And one of the reasons uh, why I'm so excited is because the Bible promises us that the path of the righteous keep getting brighter and brighter. The Bible promises us that the latter glory uh, shall be greater than the former glory. So what the Bible tells us is that life is supposed to get better. And man, I'm telling you, 2021, 2020 was an awesome year for us. Uh, God's kids, God's children. Uh, there was tons of darkness in, in, in Egypt, but in Goshen with God's children, I mean, we saw the light. Case in point, we, we had so many testimonies uh, coming to the church office during this uh, so-called global pandemic. We had so many people witness the goodness of the Lord uh, during this time. And so I'm confident uh, to declare that for God's kids, 2020 was an awesome year. It was a phenomenal I mean, if nothing, uh, it, it taught us how to depend on the Lord. It taught us how to uh, draw our sustenance and our strength from the Lord and not from uh, any uh, natural circumstances. And so I believe 2021 uh, is going to be even better. It's going to be greater. God has so much in store for us. And let me encourage you with this, child of God. Stop looking to the natural for your sustenance. Stop looking to the natural uh, for your encouragement. In the natural, there is nothing encouraging about, you know, the season that we are in. But in the spiritual realm, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter number five, uh, verse 20, it says where uh, a sin abounds, grace abounds even much more. So when it's dark and when it's at its darkest, just a flicker of light makes the most difference. And so I'm telling you now, God is getting ready to show up and show off through you. And uh, all you have to do is to position yourself. Arthur Manchus came and taught a word. He taught us how to depend on the Lord, how to uh, to look to Jesus. And I'm going to continue in the same breath. And, and quickly, we're going to go to Isaiah uh, chapter number 60. Uh, and I'm going to read from verse one. So I said all of that to say Happy New Year. 2021 is going to be it's going to be an awesome year. All right. And uh, we, we, we're not able to have uh, service physically in this season. Uh, in the next two weeks, uh, we, we can only have service online. And so this is why you can see I'm sitting in the garden and we having church right now. It's, it's, the church is not the building. The church is the people. So as long as you and I are connected together, we can have church. Scripture tells us that we're two or more are gathered in God's name, in Jesus name. There God is with them. And so we have gathered, even though it's on the Internet, even though it's in the cyberspace. If you are on this broadcast, man, my heart and yours and and my faith and yours and and that are corporate anointing, man, it's it's functioning right now. And we can achieve uh, uh, things just getting together, even on the on the social media platforms, uh, Facebook and YouTube. Uh, but quickly, Isaiah chapter number 60, verse one. 
This is uh, what I believe we should be doing in 2021. I believe we should be doing what we see in Isaiah chapter number 60, uh, uh, verse 1 here. Uh, uh, scripture says, Arise, Jerusalem, let your light shine for all to see, for the glory of the Lord rises upon you. So, you know, he uses the word Jerusalem there, uh, which is the city of God. And to, to a new covenant believer, uh, you can replace that word Jerusalem with the church. So God is calling on the church to arise and shine. God is calling us uh, to step up. You know, when there's darkness, uh, it is a time uh, for the church to step up. Nothing could be more prophetically accurate than this verse in the time that we live. God is calling the church uh, to rise up. God is calling the church uh, to step up. And he says, arise, Jerusalem, let your light shine for all to see. For the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. And he says in verse 2, darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth, but the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. Listen, this is so prophetic and it's so accurate of the, the season that we are in. It says darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth. Man, you, you don't need to look further to see how accurate this is. Just watch the news. Uh, you realize that darkness has covered uh, the entire earth. It has covered all the nations on the earth. Uh, uh, but there is a word but there. Uh, that word but uh, simply means don't pay attention to that darkness. Uh, don't pay attention to what I just told you. Now pay attention to what I'm getting ready to, uh, uh, to tell you. So instead of us paying attention to the darkness that covers the entire nations, the fear among us, man, they're having a good time uh, with this global pandemic, man. They're blowing everything out of proportion. I mean, we know that uh, COVID-19 is real. We know that it's a, a, a real a problem. It, it, it has killed uh, uh, people and, and we don't take joy in any of that. But I'm telling you, some of the uh, fear that the people are peddling uh, uh, is just incredible. Some of the, 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 the statistics that people churn out without having a balance, it's just incredible. Uh, they say, you know, COVID-19, you have a 99.8% uh, of uh, uh, survival if you catch it. Uh, but the, the, the darkness that has covered uh, uh, the earth is just incredible. So what do we do when there's such a darkness, when there's a storm uh, of life that comes and attacks us if there is an onslaught from the enemy uh, of fear. It says, but the glory of the Lord rises and appears uh, over you. So when verse 2 happens, uh, we are called to do what verse 1 is saying. When there is darkness covering the earth, when there is fear, when there are storms of life that, coming, that, that are coming against us, you and I are called to arise and shine so that all the men uh, can see the light of God. We are called to arise and shine so that the glory of the Lord rises uh, to shine on us. What is this glory, you may ask? I mean, what's that glory? What kind of animal is that? When the Bible uses the word uh, glory, he's talking about uh, the very essence of God. The, the Greek word uh, for that is habod. Uh, and, and, and he's talking about the very essence of God, the heavy weightiness of God, the infinite uh, nature of, of God's power, the infinite nature of his anointing, the infinite nature of his resources uh, to, to, to bless his children. And so here, when we 
we realize that God is the glory originator. See, when he says arise and shine, he didn't say arise and shine and let uh, uh, your glory come from within you. No, he says arise and shine and his glory, the glory of the Lord shall appear on you or the glory of the Lord shall be a reflection on you. So God has never called his children to be glory generators. He has never called us uh, to generate any power of our own. We can't. What God is calling us to do is to position ourselves in Jesus, in our thinking, to position ourselves uh, in Christ, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finish of our faith. And when we do that, there's going to be a glory that shines on us, that reflects on us. Uh, uh, you know, I'm almost tempted to bring uh, an example in the natural of the, the relationship within, be, between the sun, S-U-N, uh, and, and the moon. You know, you and I uh, are almost like the moon to reflect uh, the light that is generated and, 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 and sent from the sun. We get to reflect that light uh, to the world. See, the moon never generates any power of its own. The moon never generates any light of its own. All it has to do is to, in a season, position itself uh, uh, perpendicular or directly opposite to the sun without anything in between because when there's the earth in between sometimes we get to see half a moon sometimes you get to see a quarter of a moon but when the moon rises up arise when we arise just like in the natural when the moon rises up and is directly opposite the sun we get to see a full moon and it doesn't matter how dark of a night is, uh, uh, if the moon is, is, is getting a full reflection from the sun, there's going to be some light. You know, I used, I used to visit my grandparents in the rural areas, and uh, on the nights that you didn't have a full moon, I mean, it was, it was pitch black. It was dark. But on the nights you had the full moon, I mean, it looked almost like it's, it's, it's daylight. It looked almost like there's enough light for you to do what you need to do. And that's exactly what the church is called to do uh, by God. We are called to position ourselves in a place where we can begin to reflect the light of God. Man, I'm telling you, all you need is Jesus and all you need is to renew your mind to the gospel. You need to renew your mind uh, to the very uh, power of God that's demonstrated uh, in what Jesus did for us at the cross. And when you do, see, I'm not talking about you trying to uh, shine your own glory. I'm not talking about you uh, getting into all kinds of works to shine your own glory. God never called you to do any of that. But I'm calling you to position yourself in your thinking, to position yourself uh, uh, in your words, to position yourself uh, in, your, in your mentality, uh, position yourself in Jesus, knowing that in Jesus, man, you can begin to reflect that light that Jesus uh, has had on us. It's interesting, again, uh, that I use this analogy of the sun uh, and the moon. If you look at the sun, I'm going to read this statistic. Uh, to you. Uh, the amount of sun, uh, of, of power, you know, we're talking about electricity now, the amount of power the sun produces in an hour is way more than what the world consumes in a year. Man, if mankind could come up with a way to tap into that sun, 
that power that's coming from the sun and store it in, in, in batteries, the, the real problem we've had is, is not the power generator. The sun is releasing all kinds of power, you know, that can fix all kinds of uh, problems that we won't have load shedding because the sun is, is, is releasing all kinds of power. Uh, if we learn how to take advantage of that power, man, I'm telling you, uh, we'll be able to take full uh, advantage of it and we'll be able to get uh, a lot of uh, uh, energy from it. So the limiter hasn't been God. It hasn't been the sun. It's not the sun, S-O-N, Jesus. Jesus is not the limiter. The limiter is our ability to tap into the power that he has made uh, available. Let me read you another statistic that blew my mind, talking about the sun and talking about the glory of God because they are parallels and they, they, they speak one uh, to each other. Here's another uh, statistics. The, the sun produces 430 quintillion uh, joules of power. 430 quintillion. Man, I'm telling you, that's a big number. It's 430 with 18 zeros. And that's what the sun is, is releasing. And when we position ourselves, if you look at that uh, uh, in the analogy of, of, of Jesus and the relationship with the church, that's what Jesus has released for the church. He has released an infinite uh, supply of power. He has released an infinite supply of anointing. He has in released an infinite uh, supply of resources. So when the scripture says, uh, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, Man, I'm telling you, it says, my God shall supply uh, 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 your needs according uh, to his riches in glory. When he brings up that word glory, he's, he's talking about an infinite supply of God's uh, resources. He's talking about 430 quintillion. So the problem is not God's uh, uh, release. The problem is our ability to position ourselves uh, to receive that which uh, Jesus has already paid for us uh, on the cross man i'm telling you uh, last year we we we, we as, as we were ending the the year uh we had uh Two people come up and give their uh, testimonies. Two families come up and give up, give their testimonies, share their testimonies of God's incredible uh, power just working through them and, and, and bringing uh, what seemed to be an impossible situation, just making it come alive. I mean, uh, we had, you know, uh, Mash and Ruth share their testimony of God's power in the area of healing. Uh, we had uh, Tinashe and Marua share their testimony uh, on, 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 on God's power uh, in, in in bringing forth uh, 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 birth to their uh, son. And it's just an awesome, awesome, awesome uh, testimony of God's uh, power. Amen. And so God's power is infinite in nature. And the problem is not his release. The problem is our ability to receive uh, uh, from him. And let me read another scripture for you that talks about this infinite power in his glory. And when you are positioned uh, uh, in Christ, when you are positioned in your thinking, man, you'll begin to see all these things all around you. He says in Ephesians 3.16, uh, um, this is the apostle Paul praying. He says, I pray that he would grant you, he being God, would grant you according to the riches of his glory. Again, he says the riches of his glory. These riches are infinite. Remember, 430 quintillion. <laughs> 
kilojoules. Man, I'm telling you, this is a lot of power. It says, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with his might through his spirit in the inner man. Let me read the same verse in the New Living Translation. The Apostle Paul says, I pray that from his glorious, watch this now, glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Man, I'm telling you, this is available uh, uh, for all of us. Amen. And so... We have to get carnality out of the way if we're going to start walking uh, in, in, in this way. We have to completely uh, get rid of all carnal thinking. Because you see, if you're looking at it from, from a carnal perspective, it looks like the world around us is, is crumbling very fast. It looks like we, we, we can't do much without the solutions that the world uh, has to offer us. But let me tell you, we get our sustenance, we get our solutions from Jesus. We get our solutions from glory and glory is infinite resources glory is infinite solutions and i'm telling you when we stop looking to the natural scripture tells us not to look at the things that we can see with these physical eyes it tells us don't look at that because the things you can see with these physical eyes are temporary in other words they are subject to change we look at the things that are in the spiritual realm why because those things are eternal and when you look to glory man you're about to tap in into some eternal solutions. You're about to turn into, you know, my friend Ashley Teradez calls it a pandemic-proof prosperity. You're about to turn, man, you're about to receive a pandemic-proof joy, a pandemic-proof peace, a pandemic-proof life. Man, while everything is collapsing around you, you will still have your life all together you know i mean things may try and come on you latch on you but i'm telling you we know how the book reads at the end we win we know what the book says right at the end we win so it doesn't matter what you know may come and try to latch itself on you i'm telling you victory is ours victory is yours in jesus amen let me read this scripture to you very fast uh in john chapter number 12 from verse 42 to 43 see so we we have to let carnality get out of the way we can't get this glory from from natural sources uh, uh, we have to uh, be determined in our heart that in our hearts that we're going to get uh, this glory and these solutions and the life that we want to live from what jesus paid for at the cross we call it the finished work of the cross amen it says in john 12 42 to 43 i'm reading in the amplified classic it says and yet in spite of all this many even of the leading men, the authorities and the nobles believed and trusted in him. I mean, when they heard what Jesus was teaching, even the teachers of the Lord, the Pharisees and the sad, you see, <laughs> the people who were sad, you see, the sad, you sees, they trusted in him. Some of them believed and trusted in him. But watch what he says. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess it for fear that if they should acknowledge him, him being Jesus, they would be expelled from the synagogue. So what trip? them up from having a full expression of the glory of God was fear of man and scripture tells us that the fear of man uh, is a trap the fear of man is a snare now watch what he says in verse 43 for they loved this is see as you come into 2021 right here where we are right at the starting line as we uh, charter this brand new year we're on the runway getting ready to take off uh, in 2021 man if there is one thing you're going to have to be determined 
determined and be resolute about it is this, that I'm not going to live my life to try and get man's approval. See, if you do it that way, you're always going to be limited. We should all live our lives to try and get God's approval. Listen, I, I try to live my life in such a way that uh, at the end, when, I'm, when it's all said and done, uh, I, when I get to heaven, I want to hear these words. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. That's how I live my life. Every single day, I, I, I take stock of my life and say, is this worthy of me uh, receiving these words from the Lord? And how do you do that? You do that by living a life uh, uh, that is uh, divorced from trying to get the approval uh, of man. We don't live for the approval of man. We live for the approval of God. I want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. I don't want to hear, well, you are done. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. I want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen. So he says in verse 43, those that believed and trusted in him, but they were afraid of the Pharisees. They didn't want to get expelled. And here's the reason why. Verse 43, for they loved the approval and the praise and the glory that come from men. So there is a glory that comes from men. There is a glory that comes from natural circumstances, and that's what they were hungry for. That's what they loved more than the glory that comes from God. It says, for they love the approval and the praise and the glory that come from men instead of more than the glory that comes from God. They valued their credit with men more than their credit with God. Man, this is powerful. In 2021, child of God, I want to encourage you to live a, a, a life uh, that, that values the credit, the glory that comes from God. As you position yourself uh, in Christ and what he paid for uh, at the cross, man, be determined that you're going to position yourself for this glory. And as you position yourself, it's, it's going to reflect off of you. I mean, people are going to show up to you and say, man, you look different. It happened in the Old Testament with Moses. When Moses went up the mount to spend some time with the Lord, he came down and the Bible says his face uh, shone. Uh, it was uh, 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 reflecting so much of the glory of God uh, that he had to put a veil on himself just to relate with man. But for you and I, there's a glory that never ends. For, for Moses, it was a, a, a diminishing glory. But for you and I, it's a glory that keeps getting uh, stronger and it keeps getting uh, bigger. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter number 3, 18, uh, so all of us, we have had that veil removed, can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. The one thing uh, that, you know, you need in your life, if you're going to see a life of transformation, is to just fix your eyes, gaze your eyes at Jesus. Man, when, every single day, be determined to focus your eyes uh, on Jesus. And this is such a profound and timely sermon, uh, particularly in this generation, in this dispensation where uh, a lot of God's children have just become religious. I mean, people do all kinds of weird stuff, especially right now at the beginning of the year, man. People do all kinds of weird stuff. People give all kinds of weird, you know, pro prophetic words and people control each other. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. People go crazy. But I'm telling 
telling you, all we need to be reminded uh, of if we're going to have success in the new year is this, that Jesus has already paid for it, that Jesus has already released it by grace, that Jesus has already stored it up for you and I in glory. And if we position ourselves to fix our eyes on Jesus, to fix our thinking on Jesus, man, this glory will begin uh, to shine uh, off of us. You don't need a thousand and one things for you to have a victory in this life. You only need one thing, and that one thing you need is Jesus. You only need to keep your eyes on Jesus, renew your mind to the gospel and to the things that Jesus has already paid for at the cross, and learn how to speak words that are in line with uh, what Jesus has already released and paid for at the cross. Change your vocabulary. Take the victim out of your words and start speaking the things that Jesus accomplished for us at the cross. Listen, only one thing is needful for you and I to be successful in this life, for you and I to, to, to have peace as we as we navigate these storm, uh, stormy waters. Man, there's only one thing that's needful, and that one thing is to keep Jesus in and on our minds. Scripture says, ye shall keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. When your mind is stayed on Jesus, man, you are like that moon that is directly opposite the sun. When you're focused on Jesus, you can get the earth and the challenges of the world out of the way, out of the earth. See, when the moon is behind the earth, uh, it's going to be hidden from the sun. And just like you and I, when all we are obsessed with is the things that are happening in the earth, and if our eyes are fixed on the things that are happening on the earth or what's the statistic today how many people have died of this today what's going to happen tomorrow do they have this natural solution for us man if your eyes are fixed on this all you're going to shine is a quarter of a of, of a moon all you're going to shine is half a moon at, at best but when you are fully divorced from the the, the things uh, in the natural and your position to where you're focusing on jesus man i'm telling you i'm telling you <laughs> you'll begin to reflect uh and become more and more and more uh, like Jesus. So what does this glory do uh, for us? It makes you reflect all that Jesus is and has uh, for us. You know, your identification becomes a reality. Ephesians chapter number two from verse four to seven, it says, but God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we're dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ by grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Man, I'm telling you, there is an exceeding riches of his grace that is stored up for you and I in glory. As we arise, we're going to shine and uh, produce that. Uh, number two, what does this glory do for us? It makes you attractive. Uh, divine relationships are the currency of life. You know, you don't achieve anything by uh, manipulating people. You achieve uh, a lot by flowing with God. And how do you get to uh, flow with God? Watch what it says in Isaiah 60 verse 3. Right after you arise and shine it says and the gentiles the people shall come to your light and the kings to the brightness of your rising god can put your name in the mouth of kings sitting in powerful places i'm a testimony man i've i've had people give me a call and offer me things because someone brought up my name in my absence 
in absentia someone brought up my name the things that i have done it's always better when someone else uh brings the things that the lord is doing through you uh, uh, uh it's always better when it's not you trying to uh, uh you know show up and show off it's, it's always better when someone else does it and how does uh, god get uh the people to do this for you how does god get kings sitting in powerful places uh to talk about you in 2021 it happens when you are positioned uh, in that light, when you are reflecting that light. It says the Gentiles shall come to your light and the kings to the brightness uh, of your uh, rising. And I'm telling you, man, these things are available for God's children. 2021 is going to be another awesome blockbuster year. I have all kinds of awesome things uh, planned for, for, for myself, uh, for our family, for the things that we are believing God uh, to bring to manifestation. We have big plans for 2021. We are not just hanging around and waiting uh, for us to return to normal. Man, we, we, we've never uh, been normal anyway. We, we've always been super uh, natural. We've always been, been, been spiritual. So we're not, nothing has changed. Amen. The only thing that has changed is that the world is in panic, but we, we have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Let me read this verse in closing and uh, we will pray for you and let you go. I want to show you the new covenant glory. Old Testament glory used to diminish, you know, uh, uh, with time, but new covenant glory is actually the opposite. It gets to increase. Uh, Second Corinthians chapter number three from verse seven to 11. I'm reading in the New King James Bible. It says, but if the ministry of death is talking about uh, the, the, the the dispensation of the Lord, the Old Testament covenant, he calls it the ministry of death. He says, but if the ministry of death written and engraved on stones was glorious so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance, his glory which was passing away or fading away, it says in verse 8, how will the ministry of the Spirit, that's the ministry that you and I belong to, how will the ministry of the Spirit of righteousness exceed much more in glory? For even what was made glorious had no glory in this respect because of the glory that excels. For if what is passing away was glorious, what remains is much more glorious. The Apostle Paul is saying, man, in comparison, the glory that you and I carry, the, the, the heavy weightiness of God, the habod of God that you and I carry uh, from positioning ourselves in Jesus, that glory in comparison uh, to the Old Testament uh, glory, which was fading away, uh, if you compare the two, it's as if the Old Testament glory wasn't even glory at all. <laughs> Amen? Man, you and I are positioned in Jesus to be world changers. You and I are positioned in Jesus to light is shine in the in the midst of uh, life challenges you and i are called to rise up and take our place amen uh, if you read in the same chapter second corinthians 3 and this is how the apostle paul concludes in verse 18 he says but we all you and i see it's not just reserved for the bishops it's not just reserved for the you know apostles the the so-called uh, men of god with big titles it's for everybody he says but if we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror 
the glory of God are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So the Apostle Paul is saying, now for you and I, as we look to the mirror of the glory of God, and what is the mirror of the glory of God? It is the Word of God. As you look, uh, you know, from the book of Romans to the book of uh, Jude, uh, you get to find out who you are, uh, what you have, what you can do. Uh, we call it the, the, the new covenant. Uh, uh, um, uh, we, we, we call it the new covenant context, contents. It's the new covenant content. It tells you who you are, what you have, what you can do, and where you can go. It says, as you begin to behold that mirror, uh, the glory of the Lord, the things that Jesus already paid for, as you begin to behold, uh, Jesus, keeping your eyes on Jesus, the author and the finish of our faith. As you behold that, he says, you will begin to see transformation. You are being transformed into the image, into the same image. You become more and more and more like Jesus. He says, you are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. So we get to see transformation from one level of glory uh, to another. Here's another thing that you begin to uh, see as you start to function in this glory is that this glory is going to make you bold. Uh, uh, it's going to make you bold, not arrogant, not pushy, uh, but bold. Glory makes sure, glory makes you sure. It, it brings uh, a surety to your heart. Glory will uh, bring a boldness. It's, it's, not, guess, it's not guesswork. It's, uh, it's a sure thing. Second Corinthians from uh, chapter number 3 from verse 11 to 12, watch what it says. It says, for if what was fading away came with glory, how much greater is the glory of that which endures? Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. It says we have such a hope. Where do we get that hope? From the glory that's being revealed uh, uh, in us. It says we are very bold. We get our boldness to approach life. Man, if you watch the news, you're not going to be very bold. If, you, if you're trying to get your, uh, uh, your courage and your strength from the, 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 the natural solutions, the, the world's you know, uh, solutions, what they're offering in the different faculties in the world, man, if, if that, that's where you're trying to get bold, you're not going to be bold. I mean, that, they keep changing their goalposts. I mean, it's just crazy. I remember I was in the U.S. the one time my wife and I were watching TV and uh, we started watching these uh, 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 adverts about medicine and the, uh, they was, I mean, they would list all kinds of uh, uh, problems that you might have and then they would offer you this uh, solution and then after they offered the solution, they would start reading out the side effects. I mean, the side effects themselves are way too hectic for you to even consider taking that uh, uh, medicine. But they would, I mean, one of the side effects they would say in the adverts was this may cause death. I mean, that's crazy. You have to be, you have to be dumb to the power 10 for you to even consider it. It may cause death. <laughs> no, I'm going to draw my boldness and my trust and my confidence from the Lord. Scripture tells us that while others put their trust in horses and chariots, that's natural means of warfare. David declared, I will put my trust in the name of the Lord. Why? Because the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. S-A-F-E. They are safe. You get your safety uh, from running into uh, the strong tower, which is the name of the Lord. 
the name of Jesus is where we get our boldness from. Acts chapter number four, verse 13. It says, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled and ordinary men, they marveled and took note that these men had been with Jesus. See, when you have been with Jesus, when you start going to work, you start venturing into the marketplace, you start relating with family, uh, people will be able to tell that you, you are different. You are a different breed. You are, you are the, from the breed that, that they spend time with Jesus. You've got Jesus in your heart. People will be able to tell. You know, you don't have to, to, to try and get into a theological debate. You, don't, you won't have to try and win an argument. Just live your life with fruit hanging from the branches of your tree. 2021, just have fruit hanging from the branches of the tree. And I'm telling you, people are going to show up and say, hey, how did you get so fruitful? Jesus made me fruitful. And how do we get to do that? We get to do that by positioning ourselves opposite, position ourselves, keep our eyes on the sun, S-O-N, the son of God. And as we keep our eyes beholding the sun, beholding the mirror, we're going to be changed, transformed into the same image. There's going to be a reflection on us, the anointing of God, all the good things, the resources of heaven are going to be re, uh, manifested in your life. Amen. Man, I'm telling you, 2021 is a good year. It's a blessed year. God has already crowned it with goodness and you and I are going into uh, 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 one of the best uh, seasons of our life. Remember, Romans 5.20 where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. So, be expectant, get excited for a whole lot of grace to be manifested in your life. Amen. This is Pastor T and I approve this message. I trust that you are blessed with this teaching. We will see you on the other side. God bless you. Bye-bye. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening. To find out more about how you can become a partner, visit faithhill.tv today. That's who